smoke. Man, it's your boy Artist. Spook, won't have back in business podcast. Are you Milan? Here, Milan. Your girl, Flamey Dina. Ebony, aka Ebony with an I. I'm from the Big Head Radio Show, and I'm with the King Teeth Network, huh? Network, and we are back with another amazing interview. And yes, we did it already, but we're doing it now. This is the <laughs> intro. I don't care. I tell all the business. But um, I have a beautiful actress, artist, um, creative in the building, Miss Shamara MXT. Yes, that's right. Look, oh, I got it right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, glad we, to, I'm so glad to be here. Absolutely. Man. Get that. Are you afraid of making a character of yourself? No, basically no. like a. I'm not. I'm not really afraid of that mm -hmm. because um, you know, my background is theater and like I'm I'm used to playing characters. I think I'm I'm more trying to figure out how to have an elevated version of me so mm -hmm. that it's not totally separate, but it is separate enough that it feels elevated. Absolutely. When I'm in performance or when I'm you know. So background background in theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when did th when did that start? Really young? Cause I was in theater when I was like really six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of did. Like, you know, like as a kid, you have you have to do like the school recitals and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, Everybody yeah. Everybody had to do it. Yeah. But I was always really into it. Like there was, <laughs> <laughs> there was this uh, there was this show. I remember it was called It's a Drunk Jungle Out There. This mm -hmm. is when I was going to Erie Island mm -hmm. um, in first grade, and. I don't remember what exactly the show was about, but everybody was different animals. Mm. And I was, uh, I think all the first graders had to be monkeys. So, <laughs> so we had these I like. I don't remember first grade. Really? But, yeah. I don't remember much, but I remember music. Like, yeah. I remember music class. I remember that show. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's very impactful then. Mm -hmm, it really was. And um, I remember my teacher, Mr. Uh, Swan. Ironically, I got an opportunity to work with him later, but we can talk about that another. Whenever. A little later, but. But yeah, we did that show and we were all wearing like brown uh, mm -hmm. sweatsuits to be monkeys. We had our little face paint on. And I just, I remember like being so into it. And my <laughs> parents were like, wow, like she's really into that. So mm -hmm. my dad put me in this drama camp um, the summer after first grade. Okay. And um, I remember we did Snow White in the little camp and I got to be the witch. Mm. And, um, but I was, I was always You got really to be the witch? Yeah, right. Did you have a lot of lines? I think so, yeah. Cause and I got, it's always dope being the villain. It I've is, because I was the villain too. Really? I, I was in the Nutcracker. Really? Oh, for real? Yes. Yeah, no, that's the only time I ever got to be the villain. Really? I know. That's. It's not really in me. I get Yeah. <laughs> that was like my only time too, but they didn't give me no lines. I was just the Rat what? King, and I was just, but I got to be on stage the oh, whole yeah, yeah. time. You got to be so I felt cool, but I wasn't saying nothing. <laughs> oh. But. I, I like that that the fact that you that's where you started mm -hmm. um, and yeah. then you found the love for it outside of having to just do it exactly yeah and it, it took a while for me to get to that point because mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of examples when I was growing up of people who were recording artists or people who were in movies but I, mm -hmm. I liked that aspect of it like that was what really drew me to mm -hmm. music in the first place okay um, but theater was the only thing that was like tangible like there were so many at opportunities. the moment got yeah. you so I went to... So um, you wanted to be in music already, though? Yeah, I always, While you, I always wanted to be a recording artist, but okay. I didn't know enough about how to do that. Right. Yeah. And this was like teenage years. 
Um, honestly, I mean, when I was little, I really wanted that, but I was I was too shy, like as a kid, to mm. really pursue that or to let people know I could sing. Like mm. I was used to singing at home when nobody was home, and I would be blowing. I would be singing Whitney Houston, Christina Aguilera, doing like karaoke by myself. And I would stop as soon as people get home. Yeah. So I didn't really like get out of my show until high school. High school? Yeah. Self-confidence is the, the killer of most dreams. It is. And yeah, lack of. Lack yeah. of self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and self-confidence in general, we, we believe that we're born with it, but it's actually mm-hmm. something we have to grow. You have to learn. Yeah. You have and to learn, learn how to use it. Absolutely. Yeah. And your confidence has to grow and develop as you do. Exactly. So, like, I'm, I'm actually kind of in a... Uh, period of my life right now where I'm learning my next level of confidence mm-hmm. yeah. that you need to get to the yep. next level. Yep. That is so important. Yes, it is. To understand that because mm-hmm. there's levels to there everything. Is. There is. And just like you're a better singer than you were at seven, right. you know? Right. Because you practice, you, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't I've just. I've invested a lot. Exactly. Into, into who I am right now. And Something it's so funny that we're talking about this because I was really just thinking earlier. Am I allowed to cuss? Yes. I was I was just thinking today. Like I think sometimes people have me fucked up because, and it's because, I say that every day. Right? Like, I say that every day. But I think it's honestly it's because sometimes we're not walking in the confidence that we should. Yes. Sometimes we are forgetting who we are. Absolutely. And um, and it's only in pockets. Mm-hmm. So we know it's there. Yeah. But we don't know how to extend it through our whole lives mm-hmm. so people can see it that yep. this is just us. Yeah. To like, walk in it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. just to walk in it like for me specifically when I was playing sports that you could see the presence yeah on the field Uh when I'm in practice Uh how I'm moving how I'm laughing how I'm joking with people but as soon as I leave the field I'm more quiet yeah I'm more reserved I'm more like oh no that but Mm -hmm. that's affecting you and you you downplay you you downplay yep you play small and and I I'm learning now i can't play small it's one thing to be humble yes but being meek i don't know i mean i know god said you know the meek will inherit but um but i feel like when you walk in too much humility you downplay and you miss blessings because you're not ready to to sell yourself yes when the time is right to do so a hundred percent literally that's how i got on the radio because i knew i was big enough to say hey i should be on the show Mm-hmm. And I just put it out on social yep. media, like, hey, I should be on the show. Yep. Two minutes, ten minutes later, I'm getting phone calls like, mm-hmm. yeah, we want you to host. I didn't even think about hosting. I just yeah. wanted to be there. Yeah. I want to be a part of it. Now, oh, can you come down for a promo video mm-hmm. that's going to end up being on the radio? It's yeah. like, but if I didn't have the confidence to say, no, I, I deserve to be yes. on that. I put the work in behind this. Mm-hmm. Then that whole opportunity is missed. Exactly. And it's crazy because other people can see it in us. Yes. But if we don't see it in ourselves, we're not gonna we're not going to walk the way we need to and to it's, have those opportunities. It's come. scary actually that it other is. people see it. It is because, because people other yeah. people have more control over manipulating exactly. you than you have over walking in your purpose. Exactly. Yes. They will they will continually put little things in good, your ear. In your ear. Ooh. Good or bad. Ooh, you Most, are mostly bad. Me. Ching, you are preaching to me right now. <laughs> Literally, something happened yesterday yeah. that led me to start feeling like, you know what, people got me fucked up, and I'm gonna have to let them know. Who and I you am. have to let them know, yeah, because it's it, it's mm-hmm. it's not even the fact that you're oh I'm this I'm that. It's yeah, no, yeah. you're not gonna play with me. Exactly, you're not gonna disrespect me. And these are the boundaries. And these are the yeah. boundaries, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And um, 
learning that and understanding that and, and learning how to, to convey it properly yes. is a skill yeah. that yeah. everybody doesn't have. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of people get angry, get frustrated, yeah. or get sad, get depressed. Yeah, and then and then they, they don't even pursue anymore. They don't even yes. pursue anymore and it or they or they take themselves out of it mm -hmm. just by not being able to tell the world, hey, I'm this person. Yes. Like it or not. Yeah. I'm going to be this person tomorrow, mm -hmm. the next day, and I'm going to be better and better. Yep. And that's okay. I want to embrace everybody, but mm -hmm. I'm not taking anything. Yes. Self-awareness and, and self-respect. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, you spoke on the, um, the goddess mentality. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it came from a, a family member, you said? No, no, not at all. Well, actually... <laughs> Maybe in a way. In a way. In a way it did. In a so, way. So five years ago, my dad passed away. Okay. And um, and he, it was very premature, and it was not natural, and it was it was really traumatic for me and my mm -hmm. family. And um, I took it really hard. Obviously, all of us did, but I I had a really hard time. Like I was not myself for a long time. Yeah. And um, I mean, I I did therapy. I did antidepressants for a minute, and. I went through this time period of being completely broken down and having to rebuild myself. And during that time, you know, like you, everybody knows everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. But when some really messed up stuff happens, it's really hard to internalize that and believe yeah. that and not be angry. Mm -hmm. um, so I was working on that at that time. Um, and just accepting and trying to come to terms with like, you know, everything does happen for a reason. I don't know what it is yet, but everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And um, during that time period, I don't remember how I got down this rabbit hole of uh, Google, but um, that's Google when I found it will. But that's that's when I found my eye. And it really was like the balance of life and justice, not meaning like the justice system, mm -hmm. but justice as far as like the leveling that yeah, life will do absolutely. and um that's when i really like i i just clung to that mm -hmm. and um i consider myself to be a spiritual person not absolutely. religious there's truth in a lot of places yes and um you know at that time that's the truth that i needed so coming out of that time um how did that affect your music how did that affect your acting how did mm. that affect the career path you had chosen so that year, this was in 2017, uh, 2017 mm -hmm. I had just gotten off of Disney Cruise Line. So I had been gone for two years. I moved to New York in 2015. And then in New York is when I booked uh, Disney Cruise Line. That's I had amazing. an agent out there. Yeah, it was. And it came on time, too. Um, but my Disney Cruise Line experience was uh, not what anybody expected it to be. How was it? Um, I have to be careful because, you know, I signed an NDA. So, Did you? Yeah. So I, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to work for, for companies For any like of those that. companies, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, um, but uh, I'll just explain, like, some of the things that made it unique. So during that contract, they were renovating the cruise ship. Mm -hmm. So we were rehearsing in a construction zone. Mm -hmm. And um, also during that contract, we were opening Frozen, like the like the live stage production. Really? Yeah. So the year after that, in, in 2017... They launched um, that production on Broadway. Wow! So we workshopped the Broadway production. That like, is great. Yeah, yeah. It was a really great experience. I learned a lot. Absolutely. And I think the most important takeaway from that experience was that that uh, live theater might not be what my path is. Really? Yeah. Um, only because 
what I was missing from doing that level of like commercial theater mm -hmm. was the freedom to create Ooh. the way that I would like to and to interpret yeah. you know something the way that I like to and I think before that you know in, in um, collegiate theater and regional theater you know it's it's a little I wouldn't say it's more chill because it's still business mm -hmm. at the end of the day theater mm -hmm. makes money so, Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know yes. the world of theater when mm -hmm. it comes to money. Yes, <laughs> yes, excuse me. <clears throat> oh, yeah, theater makes money. So, um, even like high school theater, so I don't know if you're familiar with like Firestone. Yes. Their, um, their theater, like I, I went to Firestone, we would sell out shows. Wow. I mean, in, in that theater then, their theater now is even bigger. <clears throat> and I'm sure they're selling out shows. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, those tickets and, you know, they, they have ways of, you know, recycling costumes mm -hmm. or recycling sets and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So they minimize the cost that it takes to pr produce the show. Right. And then they make a lot of money, you know, from selling the tickets and stuff. And a lot of times that gets reinvested oh. into the kids, you know, if it's a, a school situation yeah. or, you know, they invest it in different ways. But, um, but Can yeah. Can you so, make a career? In, the, in just theater as an actress? Absolutely. And that's, do well? That's why, that's why I pursued it, yes. I feel like when I was in um, high school, it was so clear what the path for theater would be, and that's mm -hmm. why I pursued it. Um, when I went to Firestone, there was a lady who had graduated some years before. Her name is Lisa. Oh, my gosh. Lisa. Ooh, I'm... I can't believe I'm forgetting her name because I was really inspired by her story, but she went to Firestone mm -hmm. and she ended up being an original uh, cast member in a musical called the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. That's amazing. It's a mouthful, but um, it's a really a cute show. And um, she originated a role on mm -hmm. Broadway in that mm -hmm. show. So um, the path wow. for theater is pretty simple. You, yeah. you know, you go to school or you, or you take, you know, private lessons for you know, acting, dance, and singing, mm -hmm. and then you move to New York or you mm -hmm. move to a big city like that, maybe L.A., mm -hmm. and you either you can get an agent, which having an agent helps because mm -hmm. they will set up appointments for you to go and audition for cruise lines, Broadway, mm -hmm. off-Broadway, mm -hmm. um, national tours. Yeah, they have the connections. And um, their name, you know, precedes them. Mm -hmm. So people know, okay, this agent is sending me at somebody. I know that this person is going to be mm -hmm. worth seeing because mm -hmm. they have an agent. Mm -hmm. um, or if you don't. more professional. Yeah. Absolutely. Or if you don't have an agent, you can go to open calls. Open calls are tough, though, because if you want to be seen, you got to get up at before the crack of dawn mm -hmm. and wait in a long line and, um, you know, and potentially not be seen. Right. Um but yeah, so so I did that. I went through that whole process. But um so what's the biggest transition between theater acting and acting on a film and having to stop and redo mm -hmm. it and take another shot? Yeah, that's a there's a huge difference. Um the I feel like for film for film the investment is spread out yes so like for example if you're going to shoot a specific scene on a particular day mm -hmm. you could learn you could potentially learn your lines that day mm -hmm. and do them right then mm -hmm. and, and you'll have a whole day to record what's maybe going to end up being 10 minutes of film. yes um and what's cool is like you get the opportunity to to start over you know or, or interpret something a different way so yeah. you have choices yeah um obviously you don't want to waste nobody's time though not right prepared. right but um but yeah you have a little more time to figure out what what you're going to do with theater 
the investment is a lot longer and more mm. consistent. So, like, you might be rehearsing a show for three months consistently, six mm. days a week, mm-hmm. doing choreography, mm-hmm. doing, um, you know, scene work, doing uh, music direction. And I, honestly, I miss that. So you enjoy that more? <laughs> I wouldn't say I enjoy, wait, than film? Yeah. Um, right now, I would say yes. I haven't had as many I, opportunities I in film as I would like, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, I do. I do only because it was such a big part of my life for so right, long. Right, right. And you really, you really fall get in love with tight. That process. Yeah, you fall in love with the process. You get really tight with your cast. Yeah. And um, and it's just like a a different type of work environment because you're gonna work with your choreographer mm-hmm. a few days a week, mm-hmm. and y'all are just you know honing in on dance and right. getting really nitpicky about how it has to be. Wow. And then you know you do all of that work for months, and then. Every night you you do it over you know, over yeah. and over and over again Straight and it's fresh through. again mm-hmm. you know and and you have to do more work to keep it fresh for yourself mm. because you're doing the same show over and over so mm-hmm. in Disney Cruise Line we were performing the same shows for seven months on the cruise wow. show yes and so then that's... on top of that we were rehearsing those shows for seven months too because people kept quitting that contract yeah because there was a lot going on yeah um so we really. <laughs> We really got tired of those shows, if I'm being <laughs> honest. And you had to just find it in you to be like, you know what? Every day, it might not be new for me, but it's new for whoever's in, mm-hmm. in the audience right now. Mm-hmm. And I got to keep it fresh for them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that kind of helps with your the mentality of uh, stick to Yeah. And um, understanding, like, the bigger picture. Yes. Because uh, that's why I love teams of, mm-hmm. and, and sports teams and stuff like that because it's always a bigger picture to the small goals we're doing today. Yes, you, you know? have to work together. You have to work together. Yeah. The choreography is important, but you don't have to learn it today, but start to get mm-hmm. better as you go. And yeah. then once you get it, it's about repetition in your mind. Mm-hmm. And so you can almost do that in your sleep. Yeah, yeah. But then you have to put the excitement to it. Exactly. Because, okay, here's a really cool thing about musical theater. So the baseline is dialogue. Mm. And we're speaking to each other. That's one level of mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. And then when we start singing out of that dialogue, that's mm. the next level. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, this is so important to me. I can't speak it to you. I have to sing it to you. Wow. And I didn't even think about it like dancing, that. Mm-hmm. That's the next level. Like, I have to move my body to communicate. Wow, and people get it right in different in different points. Mm-hmm. So people, some people like conversation dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Some people get it when you sing it, mm-hmm. and, and and you get that octave, yes. so it hits their ears the right way. Yes. And, and some and people it hits are your soul. And hits your music, soul, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some people are very visual, mm-hmm. so the body language changes the whole concept. Yes. But people don't think about that. They don't. They, they don't. don't and that. they don't. They don't think about a lot that goes into it. Being an artist is is way more than people realize. Oh yeah, people think it's like a cakewalk and it's it's easy and it's just fun all the time. Yeah. This is it's work. It's literally working and it can your be ass off very for taxing. like moments. Yeah, <laughs> it can be really taxing like psychologically and mentally and emotionally and physically. Like there's a lot that goes into even singing. Mm-hmm. Singing takes so a lot much. out of your body. Yeah. Like I am physically tired after mm-hmm. I sing a show because there's a lot of muscles that are working yes. it to support that sound. And and literally exercising just to perform. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. important because yep. you breath have to control. have your breath control. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to move yep. and engage with the audience. So yep. tell us about a time that um, kind of was hitting you hard when it comes to being an artist. 
So like it was just taking a lot out of you day after day after day. And it was like, you can't really find that, that moment of rejuvenation. Mm. And then you found it. Mm. Ooh. The first time that comes to mind is Disney Cruise Line. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I, that was a very powerful, it, impactful time It was time very for you. impactful, and it was it was honestly hard for me to get through that contract. Like I, I wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to quit many times. I that, was um, really that depressed got you ready during for a that lot time. Of stuff. It did. Um, I was really depressed during that time because I also at that time was twenty five, mm-hmm. twenty four. I was twenty four, and um, sometimes. There is the performer who mm-hmm. is, you know, a machine. Yeah. And then there's the real person that has healing to do. Absolutely. So so there was a divide between me being able to like soothe my soul <laughs> and um and, and having to do this job. Absolutely. And then also feeling the pressure of like, you know, my family was so proud of me. Like yeah. that was a moment that where everything really paid off when I when I booked that. So I didn't want to quit. Right. You know, I didn't want to quit. I didn't want to, you know, let anybody down or disappoint them and maybe they wouldn't have been you know when I told them about what I was going through but but I felt like I needed to stick it out for me and for them but um and show that yeah and show that moments because I think this generation um uh our generation and maybe even the generation before that they are so used to being just like now nah, I'm done mm-hmm. I, I that's too much yeah. it's, it's too much but then you don't earn that mental strength yes because something else is coming that's even stronger than that Mm -hmm. that you have to get through yes oh my gosh and that's the thing so uh earlier i was saying i finished that contract in may of 2017 Mm -hmm. and my dad passed away september wow six months later yeah he passed away or wait that's not even may to september no, that's, no, that's four not months. six months. Yeah, yeah that was four months later. He passed away, and and that is a perfect example of that. Exactly. You know, I thought that was that. Yeah, was hard. yeah. And then I had to get through that. And you had to start working mm-hmm. toward. Yeah, but that's that's what God and the spiritual. That's what, that's was, what mm-hmm. the universe was preparing you for, yes. and a lot of us run from it. No, so then we have to run and you run. Can't. And you can't. Because here's the thing: like a lot of times, people don't realize like you can't have joy, you can't have gratitude, you can't. Ha- this is that balance of life I was mm-hmm. talking about. You can't have all the beauty of life if you haven't gone through something. Mm. Because you can't appreciate and understand why you, you don't li- know what it is to live without something. Come on. Like, <laughs> it's, it's 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 that simple, it's that simple. but that hard. Mm-hmm. That it, it's simple enough yes. that, you, but it, the, the simpleness is 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 like you have to force yourself to do it. Yes, because if you don't, you're gonna always be. It's not even. You might be happy. You might find happiness and mm-hmm. comfort and comfortability. That scares me. I think you can you can find comfort. You can find, you can comfort, find comfort, but I don't know if that's happiness. It's not. I don't think. I don't think so. In the long run, because even when you're comfortable, something always is is mm-hmm. nagging at you for mm-hmm. some reason, and mm-hmm. it's like, nah, this isn't supposed to be like this. Yes, I I know people who uh, along the years have have been in comfortable situations mm-hmm. where. They're not really hurting for anything, right? But they're not fulfilled. Exactly, they're not, they're not feeling. They're not, yeah, you don't feel anything, and I really believe that, like, if you don't know what it is to live without something, then nothing means anything to you. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine somebody who you know is born a millionaire, billionaire, yeah. and you know, money in that regard don't mean anything yeah, to you. It you, you. It's just flowing through your fingers. They still have to find what. 
-hmm. actually find gives them purpose yeah that's what people don't understand about rich people as well that mm -hmm. were that were wealthy for a very long time they're mm -hmm. still trying to find purpose in themselves yes. like yes. they yeah money is they can burn it okay mm -hmm. whatever but what makes them happy yes. what and what makes them feel like they're adding to this world mm -hmm. you know now let's let's get deep here for let's a second because let's talk this about like our do. community this is why why sometimes we can be very materialistic because we can't we we know what it is to live without something so then when we get a thing or or that fly pair of jordans or something like that that means a lot yes and and sometimes that's to our detriment absolutely because especially if it's too soon mm -hmm. because you don't understand why it means something to yeah. you it's just like no i know i wanted this feeling mm -hmm. and this is the feeling the shoes did it yeah, the shoes, yeah. it wasn't the shoes wasn't my guy it was no, actually what the, you had, to, what do you had to, to, get, to do to get them and mm -hmm. why you wanted them so yes. bad and you was what able to accomplish mean? a goal yeah. that made the shoes important the shoes yeah. really don't mean nothing mm -hmm. until you put the emphasis behind yes. it but we just look at the shoes the tangible mm -hmm. and say that has to be it yeah it makes so much sense but we don't sometimes we just got to go a little deeper mm -hmm. to understand why that's why i'm so grateful that i wasn't given everything yes when it was a possibility i could have because mm -hmm. it was like i would have never understood Yo. why i wanted this Yo. or that and this yeah. and why I want my life to go a certain way mm -hmm. and why I, t I, I care about relationships more than anything. Yes. You know, it's just, yes. it's just, it, it's those little things that make it that much more important. Or mm -hmm. I, it would have took me 20 more years right. to figure that out. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I wasn't trying to be 50 trying to, I didn't have all of this, 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 and I mm -hmm. still had no purpose exactly. in my life. Yeah. So I appreciate you. Um, what does the MXT stand for, actually? So the MXT uh, started off as my aunt. And Ma'at is the, the Yoruba goddess of balance and, and life and um, justice. You know, mm -hmm. that, that balance of life we kept coming to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she's the sister of Yumiyan Oshun. Do you want to <laughs> get a little deeper into that? Because I like knowledge now. We love knowledge oh, over yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So what is that um, kind of, what is the culture? Mm -hmm. where, is it, where does it originate from? Yeah, so Yoruba is, um, it has to do with like the, uh, ancient Egypt. And, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, so Ma'a is uh, it's a goddess, but also it became like a philosophy, too. Mm -hmm. And um, like we were talking about earlier, without, you know, like without pain or, or loss, you can't have joy, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So it's about that balance of life and the justice of, you know, things will level out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's amazing. Let's get into um, some of your new singles yeah. and um, how you kind of got transition from being a uh in theater and and knowing you love music mm -hmm. and uh actually executing that plan of getting in the studio mm -hmm. working with the you know miss sharice brian yes. and um you know doing performances like what was that time like for you yeah so it was um it was a journey because like i said 2017 my dad passed i was mm -hmm. broke up about that um, by 2018, I still wasn't healed, but I realized um, that I had to, I really had to make everything worthwhile. What I mean by that is like, I was my dad's only biological child. Wow. Yeah, I was my dad's only child and he didn't, he didn't die with any money or property or anything. Nothing was left in this world from him but me. Mm -hmm. And my parents made a lot of investments into me because of their 
their uh you know past like my mom had my brother when she was 16 mm -hmm. my dad got he was in the streets when he was in high school so um he was selling crack and breaking in the houses when he was by yeah. the time he was 16 yeah. they had to bail him out of um jail for him to walk across the stage for his graduation wow. from high school like both my parents barely graduated from high school yeah um my sister was kicked out of every high school in akron and had to graduate from alternative school mm -hmm. my brother got his G ged because he went to juvie when he was 16 so my parents made a lot of investments in me mm -hmm. because even though, you know, my, my brother is nine years older than me, my brother, my sister is uh, five years older than me. But even by then, they knew that there were some opportunities that they missed. And um, my dad was only 21 when they had me. My mom was 25. But they did what they could to try to make, you know, to make better opportunities for me. Mm -hmm. So, like. They had me on hooked on phonics before I could really talk. And, wow! And like I remember asking my mom how to uh, write in cursive when I was in like preschool, and she was teaching me. Wow! And, yeah, and um, I went to Robinson for kindergarten. They were trying to put me up in the second grade mm -hmm. because I was so ahead, and my parents Jesus. was like, "No, we're not trying to do that." So. Um, my grandpa was the one that suggested that we look into Old Trail. So Old Trail is a private school that's out in Bath. Um, LeBron James kids ended up going there. Wow, okay. Um, so it's a very expensive, like, Ivy League elementary school. Mm -hmm. So um, when I did my test to get in there, I was reading on an eighth grade level as a second grader. Wow. Yeah, so I got in. I got financial aid and, and scholarships, but it was still $12,000 a year for my parents to send me. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. That is so wild. So $1,000 a month. And we was we was living off of Copley Road at that time. Yeah. But we didn't have it like that. Right. So, um, yeah, every day the yellow school bus would pick me up from the hood and take me to the boonies so I could go to school with the white kids. And, um... And I am so grateful for those investments that my parents made. Like, um, so yeah, after my dad passed by 2018, I was like, okay, I need to start going for it. So mm -hmm. that's when I started getting into modeling. It started there. Mm. And um, I started just working with local photographers and, um, you know, just getting to the point where I was collaborating and, you know, nobody was getting paid because we're both getting something out of it. Absolutely. You know, and we're both contributing to the creative po process. And then... Um, Fast forward, honestly, to 2020, mm -hmm. no, 2019, mm -hmm. um, I met a local artist, Chev Meadows, shout out. Shout um, out. Yeah, he's, he's dope. We met um, in late 2019. Okay. And um, when I met him, he was like talking about his uh, new project that he just dropped. And I was like, oh, I'm a singer. And I used to tell people all the time that I was a singer and nobody ever really like followed up because mm -hmm. people just don't. But he followed up and we, we did a single together. Uh, the first song I ever, um, you know, released on all the platforms called Say Yes. And um, yeah, we did that song together. And then um, we started to, you know, just get to know other artists in the area. Yeah. And through Charlie Parker, he's um, a local producer. Shout out to him because mm -hmm. he's very, very talented. But Charlie Parker was the one that told us about my world. Oh, yeah. so that's where the connection yeah, came in. At the old studio. Yes. In so that was all in 2019. Mm -hmm. So uh, 2019, 2020. Okay, well. so that. So, but that's after you've made the decision to go after. Excuse it. my gallon. I gotta stay hydrated. Gotta stay hydrated. No, we love that over here. <laughs> I wish every person we sat down with had a gallon of water because yes, that literally it. is the, is life. It's mm -hmm. literally life. So um, life. I love it. I, I appreciate that actually. Yeah. Um, but. Going through that, going through the roughest times of your life, 
you've made the you made the decisions to push forward instead yeah. of go backwards yeah. and it started to introduce the people that you needed. I mm-hmm. think sometimes we don't even realize that we did that. Yeah. You know, yeah. we made that conscious decision to let our subconscious yeah. work for the universe to yes. work. Cuz sometimes we are our, not sometimes most of the time royal family, we are our own worst enemy. Yeah. Actually, we stop I, I ourselves think, I think all 100% the time. Of the time, because like, yeah, like we too. were saying earlier, people might see something in you, but if you don't see it in yourself, you're not going to present yourself in the way that that it takes. Exactly. Sometimes it, it starts with, um, you know, with just taking care of yourself. Oh, sometimes it really starts that with changes just loving yourself to everything. take care of yourself. That changes everything. Yes. It changes the way you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. It changes the way you look at yourself. It changes yes. the way you let people look at you. Yes. And it's just, it's, it, 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 that's why I say health is wealth. It's, mm-hmm. be, it's deeper than working out and exercising and, and drinking and eating good. It's about how you feel yeah. when you wake up. Yes. Are you yes. hurting every day at 25? Yes. That's not okay. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, we have to understand what's not okay mm-hmm. and not accept that no yes. more. And I, and I, and I, like, to, I like to talk to, um, you know, older people as far mm. as um, understanding what they did right and yeah. what they did wrong yeah. so I can know how to balance because that, that. Ba- exactly and yeah. apply it to my life mm-hmm. in a in a faster way so I don't have to be 30 40 mm-hmm. and actually and and, and 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 now say make this decision yes. I can make it and, because I don't know why our, our our world sometimes tries to like belittle like our 20s mm-hmm. to say like Oh, you should just be working or like you should just do this, do this when we really should be finding ourselves because this is our first chance to be able to really be on our own and figure out who we are and what we like and what we want to do. A lot of it comes from the influences of what we've seen. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's good for us yeah. or that we even like it. It was just something we were around enough Uh that influenced us. But... If we take a step back, we can understand what actually gives us joy. Yeah. What actually changes our mood. Yeah. And that's the thing. Self-awareness and emotional intelligence are so important. Because what you just said is really interesting about how people say, you know what, no, just put your head down and work. And people don't, they don't know themselves. They're not self-aware. But they're, they're, they're making connections at that time that are lifelong. Mm-hmm. They're getting married. They're having kids. They're doing things that really require you to have some knowledge of self. Of who you are. Of who you are. Because then when and you then change. And they end up lost when they're 20. On. I'm sorry, when they're 30, 40, 50 years and old. And change into the person they always mm-hmm. wanted to become. Yeah. And it's not the person that they. That they were. When that they, they were. all these impactful decisions in And these youth. people, you know, mm-hmm. that are impacted by this in your life that. That's why divorce rates are so high. Yep, that's because, why divorce rates are high. Because we high. we change. Yes, we change. But if you come in knowing who you are, you're only going to change more into who you are. Yes, yes. You're only you know, going to grow. You're going to grow into mm-hmm. that person. You're not going to change. People be Completely. like, you changed. Yes, because I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't who I was. Yeah. I wasn't who I. Who, nor I knew who I was. Oh, and I didn't yes. know that. Yep. When I, when I met you, and yep. I and, and, and you can apologize and why, all you want. And that's why our generations continue to be lost because. 
something that is really important to teach to your kids is self-awareness and they can only learn that by example absolutely they can only learn it by example we could be talking all day we could but um <laughs> thank you so much i'm gonna do something at the beginning we're gonna do it oh, in a second wait. should we talk about my singles yes let's yes, do the singles yes. okay so got two singles that just came out this year um accountability is the first mm -hmm. one i think you would like it you know no, we i love this i've actually talks. listened to it and oh, yeah. you performing i believe oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and that's a feel-good song but it's a story i mean you you really could get something out of it and then holding on is my new one that is like just a nice little summer vibe it's for mm. the cookout mm. but if you if you look at the lyrics and you read between the lines there's a story there too I always, yeah you know it's always something to say well there's a part two coming to this one because we're not <laughs> we're not done. we're not done um please give them your social media yes so i am shamara mxt that's shamara s-h-a-m-a-r-a -A -A underscore mxt on instagram I exist on Facebook, but uh, she doesn't live there. So I'm not even going to mention that one. Um, that's that's really the big one. And that's that. This is the King Team Network. We out of here. Peace. Peace.